You're listening to The Takeaway. I'm Melissa Harris-Perry. The Writers Guild of America, which includes some 11,000 writers in film, television, radio, and online media, is entering the third week of a work stoppage. It's the first time they've hit the picket lines in 15 years. And the strike has shut down a number of high-profile productions already, including major late-night talk shows, Saturday Night Live, and the final season of Stranger Things. The Takeaway spoke with a member who has been on the picket lines in Los Angeles. We need a living wage. We need to be able to survive. We need to be able to eat and care for our families and know that this is a career that's sustainable. At the moment, it isn't. It is not sustainable. Hi, I'm Onise Mitchell-Sims. I'm a TV writer, screenwriter, author, producer, and a member of the Writers Guild. Monise has been a screenwriter for 26 years. Recently, she got her first TV staff writing job, writing for All the Queen's Men on BET+. You know, you might sell a screenplay for six figures and then you don't sell anything else for another 10 years. Or you might work on a TV show and you're doing really well for, you know, however long that TV show is on the air, but then you don't work again for another two years or three years. And it's really difficult being a creative person in Hollywood when you're not being paid and you're not being supported for your work. So I totally understand why we're striking. Among the demands of the writers are higher wages, better residuals, and assurances of how AI may be used. I think a lot of times us as writers, we don't realize that we're part of a community because we're just working so hard with our heads down trying to get the pages done. So for me, it has been a great reminder that I'm not alone in this industry. Moniz hopes that the solidarity and support she's found during the strike goes beyond those moments. We've all worked hard for this. We all have sacrificed for this. Uh, I don't think people really understand how valuable it is what we do. Stories make the world go round. Stories allow you to escape. Stories allow you to grow. I believe that what we do is so important to the world and we should be protected. We should be paid for what we're doing because we're doing a real service here. It's not just art, it's really helping society. Our gratitude to Monice Mitchell-Sims for sharing with us. And joining us now to talk more about the WGA strike is Alex Press, labor reporter and staff writer at Jacobin Magazine. Alex, thanks for coming on The Takeaway. Thanks for having me, Melissa. All right, you've been reporting on this. What are you hearing from the writers who are striking? I mean, much the same of what we just heard in that clip. Um, There's really remarkable unity, I think, on the picket lines and also among the broader WGA membership, um, that this is really an existential strike, as the union itself has put it, about what the future of these jobs will look like. Will they be these middle-class jobs, a sort of remarkably stable um, profession, given how unstable Hollywood is? Or will they be gigified, as some writers have put it? Will they become just another gig like any other Um, one that only the very top, most successful writers can expect to be a reliable source of income. Um, And for everyone else, that dream will go up in smoke. It'll just be one thing they did one time um, before they moved on to something more stable. Okay, quick pause. We'll have more on the Writers Guild strike right after this.
NYC Now delivers the most up-to-date local news from WNYC and Gothamist every morning, midday, and evening. With three updates a day, listeners get breaking news, top headlines, and in-depth coverage from across New York City. By sponsoring programming like NYC Now, you'll reach our community of dedicated listeners with premium messaging and an uncluttered audio experience. Visit sponsorship.wnyc.org to get in touch and find out more. You're back with us, and we're continuing our conversation at The Strike, organized by the Writers Guild of America. With 15 years since the last strike, there have been some pretty dramatic changes in um, the world of writing, AI being among them. Yes, of course. I mean, AI is still a dream or a a nightmare, depending (laughs) on who you ask, um, out in this industry. You know, there's no, it's not clear that this is the material AI produces can even be be copyrighted um, because of course AI is just regurgitating what it's been fed right um, which the writers will point out is their work um, and yet when the WGA proposed to have some regulation of any potential future AI use um, their particular proposal said that AI can't write or, or rewrite literary material or be used as source material right they don't want writers having to sort of tend to AI Mm-hmm. Um, as part of their job. Um, you know, the studios refused that. Their counteroffer was annual meetings to discuss advancements in technology, which amounts to nothing. Um, and so that is certainly one of the big kind of points of disagreement here. And I think it's important for people to know that these these negotiations, especially with the writers, every time they happen, often it's about new technology and new media. And one of the tasks of the writers' unions is to try to figure out what potential uses technology that's just coming online now could be used for going forward. Um, so when they struck in 2007, 2008, which was the last writer strike, it lasted for 100 days, you know, new media was kind of a key point of, of contention among the two sides. And it's something that the writers held out for, to have that work, what is now streaming, covered under their ju- jurisdiction. And obviously, the writers are very glad that they did that. Um, But 15 years on, that has new media has become rather than this sort of idea that people were toying around with. Now it is dominating the industry. Um, And so the technology is always changing and the writers have to try to forecast how it's going to be used. Are there other lessons from that strike that have been well learned um, in this one? How people are talking about AI now speaks to the fact that really this idea of of trying to figure out how new technology that might seem fantastical right now could be used to undermine the the conditions that they've worked very hard to to build um, in the industry. Um, That's a key one. I mean, the other thing about the 2007-2008 strike was that there was this sense of real unity among the membership. You know, Hollywood unions might seem strange to the outside person. You have these superstars and and household names alongside people who maybe just got their first gig in the industry and who might be in their early 20s, say. They're all members of the same union. And so building that unity is very difficult. Um, And I think in 2007, part of how the writers won what they did win was making a point to try to bridge those divides. And you see it very clearly, I think, in this strike already. You have kind of the superstars are on the picket line. You have some well-known names in the bargaining room on the WGA negotiating committee. Um, And you also have an effort to try to kind of bring people together in a way that I think is sort of particularly important in this negotiation 
because a lot of the proposals the WGA has put forward are about the idea that they need a community. Alex Press is labor reporter and staff writer at Jacobin Magazine. Alex, thanks for taking the time with us on The Takeaway today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Melissa.